So if you've listened to more than one episode of Planet Fantasy, I think you can catch on to the fact that we love movies. And especially this time of year, there is uh, no shortage of picks when it comes to Halloween movies. Halloween-adjacent movies, horror movies, nostalgia-filled movies, you name it. This week, our guest Olivia, Damon, and myself are picking our essential Halloween movies. Welcome to Planet Fantasy, the Halloween movies draft. Welcome to another episode of the Planet Fantasy Podcast. And for this spooky version, we're your hosts, Damon and Kyle. How's it going? How's it going, man? I'm pumped for tonight. I'm very hyped. I am as well. It's been a great month as far as a month can be great in this crazy-ass year of 2020. (laughs) Um, And of course, we have a a guest. I believe that's her third, fourth time, I believe. Um, But Olivia, it's nice to see you. How's it going? Hi, I'm feeling extra spooky. Um, yeah, it's my third time. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. Third is that is that the most, Kyle, or I guess Ryan? I think uh, her and Ryan are tied. Yeah, they're they're tied. They're practically like honorary co-hosts at this point. So this is this is fun. <laughs> yeah, we'll knock Ryan out here. I'll be your co-host. No problems. Yeah, that's fine. No problem. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan. <Nice. laughs> yeah. Sorry, Ryan. Yeah. We have been a little MIA the past couple weeks, but we're back and ready to go with some nice Halloween-themed episodes. And this one, I think, might be my favorite one. We're doing Halloween movies tonight. Kind of break it down for them. Yeah, absolutely. So we are just going to talk about the what we think are the essential Halloween movies. Um, Basically, our favorites to watch during this season. Uh, We're going to get four each, uh, as is the case usually when we have when we have three going. So we'll. Each get four movies um, that kind of go into why we think they're the perfect movies to watch for Halloween, around Halloween. And uh, I'm sure we'll be stealing each other's picks along the way, so I am ready to get hurt again. That better not happen. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, Honestly, well, so I- I'm walking. If any of you pick the two that I desperately want, I'm walking. We, Again, we out here. lose Olivia due to hashtag technical yeah. difficulties. <laughs> yeah, left. I've left the recording. <laughs> okay, well, I guess to, to decide the order, we're going to play our awesome list game. Yeah. And this one's going to be ABCs of Halloween movies. So pretty mm-hmm. much just like the uh, spirit of our draft, as long as you can, you know, it has that vibe of spookiness and Halloween, we'll allow it. Uh, and then we're just running an order in the ABCs. Olivia, did you want to start us off? And then Kyle Ooh. can go second. Okay, sounds good. Um, A for Adam's Family Values. Nice. All right. Uh, Beetlejuice. All mm. right. I'm going with Child's Play. Mm. Ooh. Um, drag Me to Hell. That's a good one. Um, same director, Evil Dead. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, forgetting Sarah Marshall. No, I'm kidding. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Frankenstein. Ooh, um, goosebumps. Yes. Ooh. Uh, H. Let's see. Halloween Town. 
That's a good one. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh, I. This is a. Oh, um. Dang. This is. Oh, man. I'm blanking. You did a five um, count. Four. Get you. Three. Two. In the woods. <laughs> in, um, into the woods. Yeah, not... I mean, that. Would that count? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Yeah, There's a witch. There is a witch. There's a witch. But <laughs> I mean, actually, going by going by some of my picks, yeah, that's that's definitely a Halloween movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. If y'all are, <laughs> if y'all are allowed it, I will stay in. I'll allow it. I'm I'm not in, but I don't want to shoot myself in the foot when I come to trying to go for one of my picks later. So yes, you're fine. Yes, <laughs> that's fine. Um. Okay. So that means you with Jay. Oh my god. Um. Oh no. I don't think there is one. Um, Five count. Four. Oh god! Jingle all the way. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> um no. Yeah, you can tap me out. That's fine. Oh man, right. Jay's hard though. If you can find a, a, a Halloween movie beginning with Jay, then that's fine. But. <laughs> Mine, and I don't know if it would be considered Halloween, would be Jumanji. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Yeah, fine. Spooky. I can give you that. Spooky. I mean, it's got some like scary parts, but it's not really creepy. Right. So, right. probably not. Jay, that's a hard one. Okay. Are you so joking? Jumanji mean... is super creepy. Come on. Yeah. Does that mean I have to do Jay? <laughs> no. You, you, you go to the oh, next okay. one. So, I believe. All right. Yes. Uh, all right. So, K. Um, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. So I watched that for the first time like last week just to say I watched it. <laughs> I will never watch that again. Neither will I. I. <laughs> never heard of it. It's a cult classic and uh-uh. these clowns are like just super large like weirdly shaped clowns from outer space and they, it's they a no just, from me they wrap, <laughs> they wrap their uh their victims in these like cotton candy swabs and then they they drink drink their blood out of a straw from from the bags it's uh it's not great it's not great no not. <laughs> okay so that leaves me with l i'm gonna go with last house on the left good one um all right m um. So this is just. What was that? Kyle, you guys hear me? Are you? Oh yeah, you you went a little dead oh, okay. there. Uh, Mandy, does that does that count? Yes, I would say so. Mm-hmm. It's definitely got like that kind of campiness and the violence that would I would I would say definitely. Okay. So that leaves me with N. Oh, man. Nosferatu. Oh, classic. Ooh, nice. Um, oh. Oculus. Ooh. I still need to see that. That's one of Mike Flanagan's first ones, yeah, right? Yeah, I think it was his first, like, feature film. It's a really, really good movie. Um, I'm going with Pet Cemetery. Nice. Um, oh, shit. We never get the cue. We never get the cue. Uh, oh, there's 
one. Just think about it. Q. Uh, All right, we're going to give you the five count. Five. Disney's live action Quasimodo. <laughs> Get out of here. No. Um, I was going to say A Quiet Place. Holy shit. Ah. Uh, that, that's yeah, that would have been good. Damn. Okay. Right. I believe I win yes, then. Uh, a well fought battle. Let's just think. What's next? R. What? What would it be? R. Um. Crap. But there's so many of R. I can't even. I wouldn't even think. Uh. That, yeah. Know, like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Don't I don't have, have to, to worry about it. Don't have to worry about it. <laughs> right, so I get first because I'm going first. So I get that out of the way. Um. Kyle, you're going to go second, and then we're going to give oh. Olivia her. <laughs> okay. okay. We don't pick your first two. You get them right, you know, out of the yeah, way. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for, yeah. Okay. All right. So I will start, start us off for the Halloween movies draft. And I just had to get this one out of the way because I feel like Kyle would probably grab it. Um, so I had to do it. Halloween, nineteen seventy-eight, I believe. Right? Yep. You son of a bitch. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it has the the uh, season in its title, the uh, the freaking holiday. I was gonna say you're taking Halloween. the brief. You're taking the brief so literally right now. Right. <laughs> hey, you know, if, if you're drafting, you got to hit all the points. Okay? Sure, sure, sure. Um, sure. And this one, the most scary one that I was wanting to pick. Because, yeah, I love watching, like, scary and horror movies around Halloween. But there's more to Halloween than just that. But this one, I feel like, epitomizes that that feeling of, like, being hunted down. Feeling like there's something behind you. Something in the in the room with you. I feel like if you look out the window, there's going to be a face looking back at you. Halloween kind of encapsulates Ooh. all of it. Um, I remember, like, seeing it the first time as a kid. Like, looking, like, peeping behind the blanket. You know, it was like that kind of movie. I, I like. I was just like, I have to watch this, even though it's literally like scaring the hell out of me. Um, and that feeling was so I felt like important and amazing as a kid that it really like gave me the love for horror movies that I have now. Um, so, what are y'all's initial thoughts about Halloween as a Halloween movie? Well, I mean, after you, Kyle. Yeah, like like Olivia said. You took the brief literally, but no, I, I, this is the, probably the, it's weird. When I was going for my picks, one of, I only have like one that's really kind of a spooky movie. The rest are not really that scary, but this is one that I figured between the three of us, it had to be picked. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the Halloween franchise in general, but I love the first one. Um, like I would say of like the big three, I definitely like the Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th movies more, but yeah, I mean the original I, I'm the same way. I, I saw that movie when I was probably like nine or ten um, and scared the ever-loving shit out of me. I think that like Michael Myers, especially just like get, they get the like the dread, the sense of dread really well, which I think is really important in horror movies. Um, he's just like the shape, right? They call him the shape and he's just always there behind you. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis is great in this movie. Yeah, and it uh, I don't remember. So does it all I know there's a few of them that only take place over like the course of one night. Is that is this one of them? 
oh, this isn't even like one night. It's like half right. a night. Uh, Halloween 2 actually is the rest of the night when they go to That's the hospital. Right. Okay, so I love that too. I always love movies that are like so contained like that because it makes things a lot more intense. Um, and yeah, it's certainly like I'll be watching it on Halloween. That's a tradition of mine. So this is a solid first pick. I love it. Thank you. Olivia, what do you think? Uh-oh. I think we lost Olivia. Are you there, Olivia? Oh, I guess you got grabbed by Michael oh, no. Myers. <laughs> Imagine he just had like a just window there. smash and I was just gone. Um, <laughs> no, sorry, I'm here. You're, you're... Sorry, my Wi-Fi is not being my friend today, so I didn't catch what if there was what the end of that was. But were you asking my opinion? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> oh, um. So I've only seen weirdly Halloween H two O. Um, not a bad one. I didn't mind it, and that was probably about. I mean, I can't even think when that came out. Uh, at least ten years ago, um, and I enjoyed it very much. And I love a bit of Jamie Lee Curtis. And based on you talking about it, I'm really bad with like all out horror movies. Like they do. Um, I'm bad at them. Um, but there's something about watching them with people I find is really like fun um so that was from what you're saying about it i would definitely do like a double halloween one with people that would sound that sounds like a a great way to spend a halloween so you've convinced me thank you damon of course that's really like the best way to do it because like they're literally like right after each other yeah that's nice two is honestly one of the best sequels yeah i I prefer Uh, to i love to so much i think yeah it's like oh man I had no idea that they came one after the other like that, like in the hospital. So like, that's a really nice way of doing a sequel. Oh. Cause you think it would be like six months later, she's settling back into her normal life, you know? Right. No, it's like right after mm. like, they're going to go get yeah. up and he's like, oh, I'm going to go kill him. <laughs> I think like that. Why don't... I think he actually, in the first opening line of the movie is I'm going to go kill him. <laughs> I'm going to go kill him. <laughs> that's it. But you know, it, so Olivia, you say you know you, you don't like too much scariness. I will say this as an adult, it's definitely a bit more of a fun, funny watch as a, as a as an adult because you know the creepiness after you've seen it. Obviously, it kind of loses its, that uh that scare factor. Mm-hmm. And while it's still creepy, you kind of see all the little bit of flaws and the slowness that it, that it has. Mm-hmm. You know, still an amazing movie for one you see palm trees everywhere Ooh. they're supposed to so uh <laughs> that's what i just laugh at every time i see it, you know um yeah so nice. and there, there's just a they're very outdated that really just kind of like you can look back and like wow that was badly done but it still really holds that just super like like kyle said that sense of dread it mm-hmm. really get them the Subtle piano notes, my the iconic <laughs> song, just gets you yeah, in your feels for sure. Oh, so yeah. nice. Um, I, that is my number one pick, Halloween a classic. Uh, a classic. So, Kyle, what is your first? Pick? All right. So, crossing off Halloween, uh, my my first pick <laughs> is. So I'm gonna go with one. It's per- perfectly, you know, it's completely up to veto. I'm okay with that. I have a couple alternates, but this movie um, is more about like the season of Halloween. Uh, there's not really a lot of spooky things about it, but I'm going to go with Coco. Um, oh, 
Oh, Kyle, that's so nice. I've got to go with the wholesome pick first before you guys yell at me for being an asshole later. i got to get the wholesome one out of the way first. (laughs) That's so nice. Ounce, you know, I mean, like, it's, I wouldn't say maybe, like, exactly Halloween, but this, you know, like you said, the season. It definitely has that same kind of vibe. Day of the Dead is the day after Halloween. Like, that's the whole point. It's so yeah it's great it's yeah it's it's certainly like it captures i think um maybe not the spooky element of like this season but the season of fall and it's very much about tradition it's about memory Mm -hmm. um i'll just say off the bat coco is probably top five pixar for me uh yes i'm maybe even top three like it's it's a great movie that didn't really hit me as hard the first time i watched it and then i was like rewatching it one night on Netflix and my friends were coming over. They came into the living room, like right after it ended. And I was a fucking mess. And they were like, are, are you okay? I was like, I just watched Coco. And they're like, Oh, we understand. <laughs> uh, this movie is amazing. It, again, it's about, you know, tradition. It's about memory. I think that it deals with, uh, you know, like, like a lot of Pixar movies takes on these really heavy themes and presents them to children in a way that they can access them. They're not too, you know, rough or heavy to deal with. I think inside out is another great example of that. Um, yeah, but Coco, you know, is, is it approaches death and, and memory and family in a really cool and interesting, unique way. Um, Miguel is one of my favorite Pixar characters. I love that kid. Um, I also just am a I'm a big music fan in general. So the way that music is passed down from family to family is like the way it's kind of in your DNA. I love I really resonate with that. Um, so yeah, it's it's a really great movie. I think that it's one that if you're looking for something kind of alternative to watch on Halloween, you've watched a lot of scary movies. You know, I I tend to watch like horror movies year long, and then for October just watch like Halloween adjacent movies. Um, mm-hmm. So this one will definitely be on the list for me. I haven't watched it yet, but it will be this week at some point. Um, and yeah, I just, I, anytime someone says the words remember and me, I just lose my goddamn mind. Um, it's such a good movie. <laughs> It'll hit you really hard, but I think it's an important movie to watch again, just about um, memory and tradition and it deals with death. And I think that a way that it's not too heavy, but it also helps you kind of, you know, approach death and, and accept death. And it, it, it's very like healing to watch that movie. Um, also representation matters. And I think that it deals with the tradition mm-hmm. in a holiday that people don't really talk about a lot. And I think that's, that's really cool too. Like I, I kind of did a deep dive into day of the dead after this movie, cause I didn't know much about it. So um, I think mm-hmm. that's really important when you're showing your kids, this movie, opening their eyes to, you know, different traditions that we don't necessarily know about very much. So um, yeah, that's that's my first pick. All right, Olivia, how do you feel about Coco being his first pick for the Halloween movies? I mean, I love it. It's a bit of a it's a curveball straight off the bat, but I think we've all established that there are going to be some curveballs in here. But um, no, I love it. Um, everything you said is is true. Obviously, um, yeah, the way it deals with the um, the tradition of of the culture i actually went to a day of the dead celebration in guatemala when i like lived there and yeah we literally just went for the whole day and night to this graveyard and like they fly like kites and you all just sit on these massive tombs and there's like it's like a party it was amazing um but i'd never heard of it before and then when and then then like coco came out and i was like oh yeah you know it's um it was it's really 
important yeah to see that um so i was really and just it's a beautiful looking film like all the oranges and the gold like the golds and the purples it's just a beautiful film and yep. just frida Kahlo being a sassy so and so is <laughs> the best um i love her um yeah and the songs are beautiful and the fact that like all of the actors then like dubbed it over in spanish is just like a lovely thing but yeah yeah i just really love all those little details that pixar are really trying to pick up these days um yeah big fan what do you think damon um like as far as like a halloween movie the <laughs> the fact is just how cool and vibrant it is it works like mm-hmm. i love it um you know i think kyle went for this route though because he wants to win <laughs> and this is a win oh he's talking about the heartstrings okay. uh-huh mm-hmm. yeah you don't you don't pick coco and not win because this movie like is everyone's favorite it, it's so good like I didn't want to watch it for the longest time because my, my roommates were always like, you're going to cry. I'm like, why would I want to watch it then? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I, and I finally watched it. I was like, yeah, that's an amazing movie as you know, and out of all these scary, creepy, you know, Halloween movies we're going to do, this is the only one that's made me cry. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, but I, I just love the message of this movie and the idea of, of this and the holiday, you know, uh, you know, remembering the dead, always having them in your thoughts and memories always keeps them alive. Um, I love that message. And the music is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I have nothing bad to say about this movie at all. I'm just mad that Kyle drafted it more than anything. Because that, yes, you know, now you're the clear favorite, Kyle. So we're going to We, we call that. that pandering, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> honestly, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Congratulations, Carl. Thank you, thank you. On your win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not over. Olivia, you have two back-to-back. Yes, back. What I do. have to compete Coco in Halloween? Okay, so my first pick, I couldn't let this one, even though I wasn't convinced it would be picked, I couldn't let it go. I couldn't take that risk. So um, because of how much this movie means to me and meant to childhood me. So the first movie I'm going to pick is Casper. Yes. Um, So picture the scene. It's 1995. Um, This movie comes out in the May of 1995. And little Olivia turns five in that August. And for her birthday, she has a Casper-themed birthday party (laughs) for her fifth birthday party. Um, with like a Casper cake, and then for my birthday, I got like a which I which my parents are currently moving house and they found it, so I have it in my possession. It's a Casper like plushy toy with like glow in the dark eyes, and then when you squeeze it, it says catchphrases from the movie, and it still works. And we're talking 25 years later, kids, because <laughs> I'm old. Um, <laughs> so yeah um I sort of fell in love with this movie when I was a kid and I was a really morbid weird little child that was obsessed with death and I think that this movie just gave me a little bit of kind of what you were talking about with Coco Kyle like um like dealing with death and like grief and um I'm not trying to make out this film is amazing like you know a masterpiece because it's it's not it's like a not a good film I watched it again recently (laughs) But it does talk about some really, like, in-depth things, like quite high-octane material, considering I was watching it when I was four. Like, you know, parent death, like spousal grief, like unfinished business, resurrection. Like, there's a whole machine called the Lazarus machine that, like, 
Casper's dad invents after Casper dies and like um gets branded as a madman like in the town and all this so it's like pretty weird stuff that they just kind of they do just kind of gloss over like they don't go into it but it's just sort of putting pins in stuff that would make it then like accessible for children to start talking about this stuff I feel anyway aside from that what a treat this movie is because you've got so it was actually um oh sorry I think my wi-fi went with then um Bill Pullman and Christina Ricci um, sort of co-headlining this movie um, who are absolute dreamboats. Um, I realise now that I was fully in love with both of them and they were both my sort of queer little awakening. Um, They're just beautiful people. Um, Yeah, and then what I've realised is that when looking up about this movie, um, J.J. Abrams um, is an uncredited writer on this movie. Oh, wow. I don't know if either of you knew that. Oh. Yeah. Did not. Yeah, so two of the writers, um, I forgot to write down their names, but they were writers for Animaniacs. And then, so they that you can kind of feel that kind of manic energy in the three ghosts. Um, and then yeah. JJ kind of came in and did, like, sort of not a rewrite, but sort of made it a bit snappier, I think. Um, and, yeah, I feel like having watched it, again recently you can kind of hear his voice through it like in some of the dialogue and stuff oh and also they put you in loads of peril at the end thinking that um bill pullman has died and casper has died and neither of them die which was a great foreshadowing for um did we lose olivia Oh, I think oh. we can hear you now. Olivia, are you there? <laughs> Hello? We can, Is, there we go. Am I back? <laughs> yes, Where we can we, hear you. Oh, now. no. Where did you lose me? Uh, foreshadowing something. Good question. Oh, I said that the fact that he doesn't really kill off any of the main characters. Oh, no. Oh, no. I think we lost you again, Olivia. They just don't want you to. to I think tell she's us trying to make a jab at Star Wars, and Disney is just not letting it happen. Well, so can you hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. this is a may- mayhem. Um, sorry about this. Um, I was just saying, oh my god, that him not being able to kill off characters properly was a foreshadowing of Rise of Skywalker because he's never learned how to kill off characters properly and given a proper emotional hey, beat. <laughs> yes. So we should have seen it coming with Casper. Um, so that's that was my point. That took me three times to say. Um, okay. So thank you. Thank you. Um, so yeah, I just, and it's set, it is actually the climax of the film is set. Climax. There's me talking like as if it's got an amazing climax. It's, the end of the film is set, is set on Halloween um and it's set in this town called friendship in maine and like it's set obviously in autumn and it's just all the colors and whipstaff manor is super spooky and there's no actual spookiness in this movie but it's just a right nice little family halloween or not even family i watch this on my own every six months i would say mm-hmm. um it's just a really nice lovely halloween movie that means a lot to me and meant a lot to me as a kid and now i have casper the toy back in my possession and i'm not letting him go so <laughs> that's my first pick for halloween movies what do you both think 
Um, yes, uh, I love this movie. It's one of those like childhood like kids movies that was always in like mm-hmm. the rotation. You know, this you'd watch always watch this like every couple months, like you said. You know, once you got through through all of them, it's like okay, what what am I going to watch again? Let's watch mm-hmm. Casper again. Um, I love Christina mm-hmm. Ricci in this. I felt like she just you know commanded like she demanded attention at all times. She was so fun, especially interacting with Casper. And I believe actually, I, I remember reading up on this or like hearing this on another podcast. Casper was one of the first ever CGI uh, entities that ever interacted with yeah. people. Yeah, I read that too. And they really, they really make the most of that during the movie. Like every single second, he's like on her or like wrapping himself around her face or like <laughs> they're doing like the sort of weird hand holdy thing. Look bad, yeah. It was, it was pretty well yeah, done, it was pretty well done. You know, as far as being the first movie. Um, and of course, you mentioned the trio. I love Stretch, Stinky, I and mean, Fatso. They were, they were, you know, like a, I was four or five mm-hmm. myself when this came out. That They were the top <laughs> of the town. They were great. They were so fun. Um, you were like, oh, what are they about to get into? Um, I believe they didn't they even do an animated series after the movie. Yeah, came they did. Out. Yeah, they did a um, sequel, I think, as well. And then, but with none of the main sort of people attached. And then, yeah, an animated series after. No. But Stretch, Stinky, and Fatso pretty much made mm-hmm. the animated series. It was the only reason to. So, um, I, this movie just really exudes yeah. Halloween. You know, it has that kind of creepy. Fa- it has that kind of like '90s, uh, kind of like pop gothic kind of vibe that the 90s kind of had a weird vibe. you know it was kind of campy happy but also dark and creepy yeah all like very um in this nice yeah very like, like grungy almost like yeah. I don't, yeah. yeah it's like a weird vibe yes but i i love it so and i, I need mm-hmm. to watch this movie again soon because now that i know jj abrams wrote wrote uh or at least was an uncredited mm-hmm. writer on it i definitely got what i can see from that so yeah what, that, what do you think Kyle? i mean so it makes a lot more sense now when cat says i'm cat skywalker i was so confused in 95 when that happened <laughs> like what is happening right now uh kyle get out love, of here i love casper casper is great um you you know you guys are you guys are once again exposing how young i am i was not born when this movie came out oh. uh <laughs> i was born three years later but bit. i also oh my god yes I'm, I'm very young I don't know why I keep forgetting, and I'm I don't want to be one of those old people that's like you youngins, but then, oh man. Yeah, I know, I know. I carry that cross with me. Sorry. Um, I, I love this movie though. I did watch it a lot growing up. It was my my sister was obsessed with it. She had uh, I don't know if it's like the same one Olivia, but she had like this plush thing as well, and like just loved mm-hmm. Casper. So one thing that our two things were Casper and Harry Potter. She's the one who got me into Harry Potter. So. Um, this movie just immediately, immediately gives me like, you know, the warm feelings about my sister, but it's also just a really fun movie. Um, I agree about mm-hmm. Bill Pullman and, uh, Christina Ricci. Goddamn. Uh, to Both gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bill has, has aged incredibly. Um, yes, just a great movie though. Uh, I, I agree. Like the nineties are such a unique like decade for cinema because there was some really weird, like tonally weird movies coming out. And, like, mm-hmm. you can just say a movie is 90s and people will understand what kind of movie it is. Like, that's hard to replicate. That in the 80s. But, like, Casper is very yeah. much that. I think Casper is, like, I have a very 
mixed relationship with Tim Burton movies, but I think Casper is like the, all the best parts of Tim Burton movies without all the really dumb, stupid parts. Um, <laughs> it just gets that tone so yeah. well, right? I, like I, Damon, I agree about the, the trio. They, I think that if this movie was knock on wood, God forbid this doesn't happen, but if this movie was remade today, the trio would be really annoying and really overdone but they were really funny and like, they just, they managed, the writers managed to hit the right beats with them and not kind of like overdo it. Um, but yeah, I like this movie a lot. I do need to rewatch it cause it's been quite some time, but it's, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned this one because I hadn't thought about it. And then as soon as you said it, I had this flood of like childhood memories come up. So this is mm-hmm. a, this is a great pick. I love this one. Well, I hold regular screenings, so you're both more than welcome to come. Yes. You know, once a week, I just sit and watch <laughs> this movie. So anytime, you're more than welcome. Um, Sweet. Well, Casper, great first pick. Well, what's going to fall? So a slight change in tone for my second pick. Um, possibly the only, like, horror movie, if you can call it a horror movie, on my list. Um, 2014's The Babadook. Yes. Ooh. Have either of you seen this movie? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I have very mixed oh. feelings. Mixed feelings. Yes. Oh, I'll, I'll explain later. Okay. Do, do tell us more. <laughs> Carl, have you seen it? I have, absolutely. Okay, cool. Um, so I won't go into the plot necessarily, but. Um, I first saw this movie when it came out in cinema and then um, I didn't, I think I spent the whole time with like my coat, my, my jacket over my head. And so I didn't really watch it. And like, and then I hadn't watched it again until like last week when I was thinking about choices for this. And I watched it again and I didn't find it really scary at all. And I'll get into maybe the reasons why um, in a sec, but I actually just thought it was a really well-made movie. Um, like, the way there's not many characters, like, there's not many characters in the movie. It's really just, like, a two-hander with the mum and the son. And it made me realise that I definitely don't want kids ever in my life, just because the first half of that movie, like, want to fucking kill that kid. <laughs> um, but I just think it's a really beautiful way of, or, like, a really interesting way of, conveying um like that mother the mother's grief about her husband it's like that's just what the babadook like represents it's just like a really unsettling movie like there's no there's a couple of like jump scares and stuff but it's more just sort of like like the babadook in the movie just sort of like like sort of creeping around the house and like a really everything just feels a little bit off like it's kind of the cinematography and everything the house is really dark and everyone looks really pale and sick and it's not um yeah just the whole tone of it I found really um beautiful and the Duke didn't scare me because the real joy about this movie for me is that in the interim between my first viewing and my second viewing he became a gay icon <laughs> <laughs> um so that's my favorite thing and I spent about an hour just reading all of the memes again and annoying Mark, my boyfriend, with them. Like, literally for an hour on our phone, like, on our video chat, I was just laughing about the Babadook gay memes for an hour. Um, so I really annoyed him with that. But So I think that's why I wasn't scared of the Babadook this time. But I love that someone just, like, took that and ran with it. So I feel like he's part of, like, 
the culture now. <laughs> um, but yeah, in terms of a movie, like for a horror movie, it's one that I would watch again. Um, there's a couple of others that I might pick, so I'm going to not talk about them. But um, yeah, I think just a beautiful movie, but I really want to hear why Damon has mixed feelings about it. Okay, sure. Kyle, uh, how do you yeah, feel? So I love this movie. movie. I, I really like just appreciate it. I think that, so my my like taste for horror movies just really ranges from like really campy stuff like we've been talking about to stuff like this that like just man this thing is a piece of art at times like Mm -hmm. I I really love it's really well shot um I really appreciate horror movies that like you said don't rely on like jump scares but this is about like just unsettling it's just really you just feel this sense of like I'm uncomfortable with this entire movie Mm -hmm. um I love, I really love Essie Davis. She is phenomenal in this movie, as is the kid. Um, You know, like, it it happens a lot in movies, but it's hard to really, like, do, like, that kind of role for that kid and sustain it for an entire movie. Um, And it it works. Like, I I agree. I don't want kids because of this movie, but, like, he he did a great (laughs) job with it. Like, he he's horrible (laughs) but like you understand why and like also Mm -hmm. you know horror movies do a lot of things where like kids are possessed and kids are like the source of the the horror in the movie when it's the parent it's a really scary thing like there i can think of a movie um it's not as good as this movie but there was one called uh what is it i don't remember the name of the movie but it's like this shift where the mom is possessed and it just happens so they do it so well in that movie and it really throws you off guard because like the parent is supposed to be the source of comfort in the movie. And so the mm-hmm. way they flip it like towards the back half of this movie where Essie Davis's character really starts kind of losing it. It's very yeah. unsettling. Very, very uncomfortable. Uh, what's that? What was it? The con- Was it the con? Maybe. That yeah. Yeah. That, maybe? that sounds right. Cause that's the mom, right? Yeah. So it might've been the conjuring. Mm-hmm. Yes. I like that movie a lot too, but yeah, just something when something about that, when they, when the mom or the dad gets possessed or like that source of comfort isn't there anymore, it really gets under my skin. Um, but also just this movie okay. is, yeah, it's really well made. It's very well shot. Um, I love the look of the Babadook. I think that again, I also really just love that he's become a gay, gay icon because of course the internet is a wonderful thing sometimes. Um, oh God, it's so funny. <laughs> it's great. Uh, and yeah, I just, this is a really just, very spooky movie but like spooky adjacent Mm -hmm. because i think that i agree the way it deals with grief literally manifesting like this horror thing is really cool um they they definitely have a vision i'm sorry go ahead no i'm sorry i was just gonna say and like the bit i love sort of the most even is like the bit at the end where they're like in the garden picking worms and like a you shouldn't pick worms because they're there to feed the soil but like whatever but they're putting them in the bowl and then you know she normally in horror movies like the the monster or whatever is like defeated at the end but they just keep him in the basement because he is her grief and she has to go down and spend time with it and acknowledge it every day and sometimes yeah. it's good and sometimes it's bad you know when she comes back up and she's like oh it was mm-hmm. it wasn't too bad today like that's her just being like oh I'm feeling pretty good today you know like it's just the way that that's it's a pretty like it's a bit on the nose like the metaphor I guess but like right. I think it's it's done really beautifully and like that thing is just living in their house you know I think that's just a really um beautiful way like a unusual and beautiful way to sort of end a movie like that for sure I I agree that's a very unique way to resolve a horror movie I've never really seen something Mm -hmm. like that before I I really love that though but um Damon I really want to hear 
what you think of this one. <laughs> I hate oh, no. so much. I really like this movie was really good for ninety nine percent of its runtime, guys, and then that ending just, just just drowns it for me, guys. Like, so it the movie is so well done, great acting, everything else that I pretty much agree with, but the ending, while it makes sense. I do also think it is too much on the nose. So much on the nose that I just think it just completely mm-hmm. deflates all of the tension and scariness and anything that the Babadook felt held. And it just creates, turns him into nothing. And it just feels like I had a, like it was like an empty horror for me, the whole, the, the movie. Like looking back, I was like, oh, okay, cool. And he's, then they don't even get rid of him. Like he's still there, very like like Kyle said, this doesn't really happen in scary movies, and I I just felt almost robbed of, of like like I get it being an allegory, and it's a really good allegory, but he is still also the Baba Duke. I you know you don't keep the Baba Duke in your basement. How do you do, Damon? Going, Fuck you! <laughs> no, no, you don't. But that's just how I feel. Okay, I, no, I, I get what that. you mean. It's a good, with a, with in my opinion, just a very deflating ending, and I just can't get over it. Um, other than that, I I love the pick, I love the Babadook, but I'll never. <laughs> I, I get that great though, because like horror movies do, there is like nothing like the ending of a horror movie when they get rid of it. Like that's such a satisfying feeling. So I understand. I definitely get what you mean about that, but I yeah, I just think that that's. I, I always like when movies do really unique stuff like that. That's not really what you would expect. Um, but I totally, totally understand where you're coming from. See, I found it like not deflating. I found it like it made me go Ugh! at the end. Like it, it increased the suspense for me because I'm just like, well, that thing could just come out and like possess her. Exactly. I know, but that's <laughs> like, but then that... why are they like, oh, it's some earthworm. It's all the hood i got the bottom chilling in my basement and take you know get him out take him to pride you'd have a great time yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) everywhere you know he loves it he's just trying to live his gay life leave him alone (laughs) let him live his truth damon (laughs) we'll say i watched like last year so it was after the whole like i had heard about the movie he had become a gay icon. I didn't know about what happened in the movie, of course. People never really talked about it. They were just, you know, the movie was free, creepy. He was a gay icon. I was like, okay, cool. We'll find And then it was like, this is scary. And then at the end, like... Okay. Ugh. That's fine. I'm happy with that. So, I'm really I, not going to win this draft, am I? Carl's over here picking... Carl's over here picking Coco, and no, I'm picking a movie he didn't even like. Oh my well, God. Well, you picked Casper, though, so that's a good, that's a good mm. return. You know? mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, no, I like I like movies that are divisive, so I'm uh, happy I picked it. Um, yeah. It's a good. Who's next? So, Kyle, that okay. gives us for your second pick. What are you going to choose? Um, so, this one is probably the only one that, like, of my four, that really, like, I would consider a full-on horror movie. Um, I. It's also the one I watched the most recently. I only saw it for the first time, like, maybe a week or so ago. Uh, but I am already just obsessed and in love with it. I don't know how, how I hadn't seen it before because I'm, I'm a big Broadway fan. But I'm going to go with 
Tim Burton's Sweeney Todd, The Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Ooh. Yes. I know. Just now saw that such a blind movie. spot. Nadia is obsessed with it, so she made me watch it with her, but I'm really glad she did because this movie might be my favorite Tim Burton movie. I don't know. It's this or Beetlejuice, but it's so I mean, damn good. And mm-hmm. I, I mentioned, like, I have a mixed relationship with his movies. I think this is probably, like, he just nails it with this movie. Um, I'm also relatively unfamiliar with the original, like the the stage production of this of Sweeney Todd. But yeah, I I loved it. Um, not just for the fact that it's an absolute uh, murderer's row of Harry Potter actors. Um, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it is such a dark and it really just gets under your skin story. Um, Johnny Depp, who again complicated relationship with him off screen, uh, is really great in this movie. He uh i think that he's become a bit of a parody of himself in movies recently but this i feel like this was like right before that happened um he is really good he's very in control of the role in this in this story um my queen helena bottom carter is obviously incredible in this movie uh yeah i just think it's a really dark story um i'm not like i wasn't really like into the music at first when it first started but it really hooks me um as soon as like uh Mr. Uh, Borat himself shows up. Uh, I, I love that scene. Um, yeah. And I think that, yeah, this is one, again, you know, it's not a traditional Halloween movie, but I think that this is a really, like, horror can really get under your skin and really just, like, this movie does not have a pleasant ending at all. Um, you know, we mm. just talked about how Babadook has kind of a unique mm. resolution. Some horror movies have that great kind of, like, they finally beat the bad guy. I mean, our protagonist is the bad guy in this movie, and he really, like, I don't know if you've seen it, I don't know if you're familiar with the musical, but, like, there's not a lot of people who make it out of this movie with, like, a good ending. Um, and it's it's dark. It, re- it, it really stayed with me. Some scenes and some shots really stayed with me. Again, I wouldn't really classify it as a horror movie or a Halloween movie, but I think it certainly fits the bill. Um, it's very dark. Uh, I really love the cinematography. I think that I, I don't always love the way movies kind of like mute color. I think sometimes it's unnecessary with this. It certainly works. It matches the tone of the film. Um, there's rarely a bright color in this movie unless it's like blood. <laughs> uh, and I think that's like, that really works. It goes alongside. It's practically a character in the movie. But um, yeah, I really love, really, really love Sweeney Todd. Nice. Oh, man, I'm so mad. I completely forgot oh. about this movie. Do you like draft. it? I cannot believe that. Oh. I love this movie. This movie is fantastic. Easily, easily one of my favorite Tim Burton movies. Um, how do you I, feel about Tim Burton? I'm hitting this with him. This is my least favorite of his output, I would say. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. um, you said you thought it was the movie before Johnny Depp started making a caricature of himself. I think it's the movie the first movie where he starts doing that. Um, but I do agree in terms of like the cinematography and stuff is beautiful and like, it's a really well-directed movie. So in terms of actual Tim Burton's work on it, yeah, it's, it's a good movie, but it's not up there for me. Um, but weirdly I had like three copies of it on DVD. Like, I, I don't know why. So I must've, something must've appealed about of, of it must've appealed to me, but um I think yeah, the songs take a minute to tap into if you're not used to that, I suppose. But um, I wasn't familiar with the musical particularly; like I knew it existed. Um, yeah, no, it's like a like you said, nobody wins, and it's very much in this category. So I think it's a great pick. Um, 
but yeah, I'm I'm a bit like Damon with the Babadook on this one. I'm just a bit like, okay, cool, yeah, I see where you're at. <laughs> it's good, it's good, it's good. <laughs> we all have our different tastes. I personally am mad that I didn't draft this, Kyle. So good for you. Um, I, like when I think of this movie, I just think of like that gloomy, that gloominess. Like it's almost like it's um it's super goth but in such a upbeat manner you know like it, it's so happy in this weird like we're going to kill people chop them up and and sell them <laughs> that's what the government in london is happy. still doing so like don't it, it, london's it, it, still it, like that Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh satire uh, this, uh, this, this is definitely one of my favorite johnny depp roles um, I am on the Kyle side of it. I think this is definitely right before he like kind of just pretty much expelled all of his his worthiness, like all of his his mm-hmm. you know, his juice, his actorness. Like he just really mm-hmm. just became a character of himself after this. Um I just love the music. I love the vibe, the tone, the acting. I mean it's it's pretty much like a Harry Potter cast, you know. You got Depp, you got Bonham Carter, you got Alan Rickman. Yeah. Uh, you got freaking Timothy Spall. Oh, you even have a little That's, kid, uh, Grindelwald, you have Jamie actually, Campbell Bauer, Which is funny because anytime he's in the scene with Johnny Depp, I'm like, well, Grindelwald, my- Grindelwald is here, guys. <laughs> Get him quickly. <laughs> Both of this. Um, and this, like, Sasha Baron Cohen yeah. Yeah, is give amazing you that. He's, he's in this amazing. movie. I think, in okay. my opinion, probably like the role player uh, of the movie. I feel like like he, yeah. for the small amount of time, he kills it. So. But he's like a sure pick in every Super single good thing. Pick. Like, Sasha Banker uh, is I, like oh, incredible sure. in every single thing he's in. I just oh. watched Trial of the Chicago 7 the other day. He's incredible in that. Anyway. <laughs> that movie's great. I would that it's mm-hmm. answer my desk. <laughs> Fantastic. Mm-hmm. He was amazing as Abby Hoffman. Uh, anyone who's in that movie please go watch that movie. One of the best I've seen in a long time. All right, Kyle. So you've hit us with Coco and then you've hit us with Swinging Um, Todd. What's your third I was in the middle, so that goes back to to you. Yes, sir. Oh, that's right. I get the turn. My bad. (laughs) I'm trying to skip myself. Okay, so and thankfully no one picked my second pick, which I'm honestly kind of surprised about. Because this is a childhood classic. This is an iconic Halloween movie that when I think of Halloween, this movie always pops up. Um, it is nice. Hocus. Love yeah, it. I'm really glad to pick this. Yes. Glad. You're really mad? Mm-hmm. You're glad? Oh, you well, I'm I'm very glad I picked it too because I love this movie. Um, I don't know, like, ever since I grew up, like, is this was literally always on Disney Channel. I just remember, you know, running to the TV, flipping it on around this time, and it's always on. You know, it almost would be like a spell that it was, you know, if I was like, if it's around this time, <laughs> good chances are Hocus Pocus was on. Um, I love everything from the sisters to to the to Thackeray Binks to, to Billy. You know, the great zombie played by oh, the amazing Doug nice. Jones, by the way. Um, yes, I, um, this movie is just super silly fun. And it's really 90s. We were talking about the 90s. This has that super 90s feel. Like, you have Max and his, like, super 90s shoes. You have those two bullies that are, like, looking <laughs> like vanilla ice stand-ins. Um, and it's 
it's it's, just, it's a lot of fun you know it's not creepy in any way shape or form but you know it was on halloween you have the the witches that that come back from the spell and they're trying to ensnare all the children it, it's super fun the music's fun um i just i don't know if it's nostalgia but like literally every time i watch it i i am you know zoned in the whole time it, it, it's just as good as the first time uh, Olivia, why well, are you glad I picked Hocus Pocus? I was Pocus? worried that no one was going to pick it because I've only seen it like once. So I feel like the Hocus Pocus train didn't really, I mean, I might be speaking out of turn, but because we didn't really have Disney Channel, certainly I didn't have it when I was growing up. We, it, I never saw it. Mm. So like I only kind of came to it fairly late in life. And then I think I've only seen it like once, maybe twice. So while I loved it, I didn't feel I could give it enough oomph to pick it. Um, so I'm just really glad you picked it because it is a great movie and uh, me and my friend from work do do the what a lovely morning makes me sick like whenever <laughs> we are at work together because it's just like such a good line Bette Midler is an absolute icon um, yeah so I was very going to say you didn't like Ocus no 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 no, no, no. big fan away. just not not uh, knowledgeable enough about it to give it the respect it deserves okay very fair uh kyle how do you feel about um okay so the so disney ready to walk i guess um i don't hate this movie um i feel pretty like just middle of the road with this i think i'm also kind of the same with olivia i did de- i admit well not the same because i i did have disney channel sorry olivia but um i <laughs> i missed miss this one a lot growing up like it is i I don't have a lot of like fond memories of watching it a lot. I think I caught mm-hmm. it like, much later on in life. And so that's probably part of it. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm very like middle of the road with this. I love the three witches. Um, I agree. Beth Midler is an absolute icon. Um, but um, yeah, I, I, I'm glad you picked this too. I think just for the case that like you are able to give it the most love out of the three of us. Um and it certainly deserves that. So I think I, the most I, I feel towards this movie is I'm just glad that a lot of other people have such a like huge connection with it. Uh, mm-hmm. I have a group of friends who like AMC was, it's doing like a lot of old Halloween movies and it, they were showing Hocus Pocus and we all went and it was, it was like fun watching them watch it and like quote everything and like having the time of their lives even though I don't have, mm-hmm. have that connection with it, I really appreciate that this is one movie that just, like, it's almost like a universal thing of, like, everyone just holds it up, like, in such high regard. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's a, it, I think it's a perfectly fine movie. I think that Halloween Town was probably my version of this growing up. Like, that was the one that I just adored growing up. But, yeah, I, this is one that I, I want to rewatch now just to see if, if my mind has changed. But, I'm glad you. I'm glad you picked it, Damon, because you definitely uh, were the the person to talk about it for sure. <laughs> oh, I, I love Hocus Pocus. I mean, I, I will. I literally watch it every year. Um, I haven't yet, so it's Ooh. probably happening maybe tonight. You know, I probably might most likely. Um, I mean, I just love the Sanderson sisters. You know, you have Bed Midler, you have Sarah Jessica Parker, you have Kathy Najimy who are all amazing yeah. in their roles. They have such good chemistry. I love the scene where they, they find Satan himself, the, the, their, their master, that they call him, <laughs> and it's Gary Marshall, and just this like, super, like, 
purple suit and he's just like rolling with the fact that these crazy women are <laughs> calling him master and all like just inviting him in to, to chill and watch tv <laughs> so good I, I love that scene and uh, then yeah. I, I put a spell on you music scene i i think you know, anything that has a music scene yeah. just it i'm a sucker for them you know I, they will just grab grab a hold of me and that scene just kills every time I could listen to Bed Midler sing. Yeah, I saw I saw like a Twitter thread day. where it was like I'll what do. songs in movies are the covers better like the covers in the movies better than the original and everyone was just saying Bed Midler in the thread and also um the fairy godmother from Shrek 2. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, <laughs> that really made me laugh but yeah, pretty consistently Bet Midler was like top of the list. All right. Well, you know, I'm glad y'all weren't as big of fans because I definitely wanted Hocus Pocus. I would have been very sad if y'all drafted it. Um, my next pick um, is going to be another Burton movie. Um, and this one is yes. going to be Ooh, the good nice. old Beetlejuice. Yes, I had to go with Beetlejuice. This is this is probably my favorite Burton movie. Um, I just watched it again yesterday. It, it holds up so well. It's such a fun, like, weird, cute, dark little movie. Like, like I said, it, it kind of has vibe as these other movies have. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of campy, but also has some very super creepy and and perfect kind of vibe visuals. So, love the combo of the two put together. Um, and this movie's just, I mean, come on, Beetlejuice, <laughs> the ghost with the most. Um, oh, Michael just bats a thousand in this movie as as and honestly yeah. I don't think he's in the movie enough like watching it I'm like really like Beetlejuice is almost a supporting character in this movie that's you know named after him you know you have the Maitlands who are amazing by the way Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis so much chemistry I, I love they're just cute adorable like mm-hmm. uh, coupleness that they have the entire movie you know trying to get rid of the you know get 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 them out of their house that they've you know built so much time on they just want to live comfortably and quietly and uh you know you have lydia of course winona Ryder. Uh, winona Ryder is a treasure i love her in every role she does this one's so fun and very relatable like as a kid you know you, you kind of like could really relate she was alone she didn't feel connected to her parents or anyone she felt more connected to this couple of ghosts you know, very relatable. As it. Um, and so I, I just love everything to do with this movie, especially the, the music scene. Of course, Deo is one of my favorite songs of all time, probably because of this movie yeah. in that scene. It's so fun and just goofy. The movie doesn't take the, take its, uh, it doesn't take itself seriously, but at the same time, it's still, you know, rolls into its own roles it takes control you know it it abides by the roles it sets but still just goes so absurd that you just love it um yeah so, i mean Olivia, it's, what do you it's think a fantastic about movie Beatles? um you forget that the cast is like so incredible like you were saying you know michael keaton he's so good isn't he <laughs> like so i just good. think about it all the time like he was sort of doing and i think like every he was kind of considered a bit of a joke after batman but then you look at his output and he's just so talented um and yeah like you say i don't think he's in the movie enough um special also uh consideration to Catherine o'hara um 
my love. I love her so much. Yeah. Um, and Winona Ryder. Yeah, it's just, um, again, I think what we've been talking about, you know, these kind of 90s uh, family horror movies where they're very camp and fun, but dealing with sort of interesting subject matter. Um, I think that's a real hallmark of 90s movies in general. They're all a bit peculiar. And, like, I don't think you could make Beetlejuice now. Like, I don't think you could make it pretty much any of the movies, like the 90s movies we've talked about. I don't think you could make them now and have them be as good. Um, and I think, like, that's a lot to do with sort of the technology at the time and everything kind of have to be practical. So it feels a lot more sort of real and intimate. Um, and I think Beetlejuice is, like, a really good example of that, especially, like, the dinner scene, like you're talking about. It's all just, it, you can feel it sort of really happening around you. And you feel like you're there with them. And I, yeah, I love this movie. Yeah. This is this is a solid pick. This is probably, yes. like, if we're just talking, like, just movies, this is my favorite movie of the ones we've picked so far um yeah i agree this came out like a year before the first batman so michael keaton just between those two years like absolutely blew up he is i agree just firing on all cylinders in this movie he's absolutely incredible i'm a big fan of his just in general but Mm -hmm. he's so good in this movie um yeah i agree it's it's really it really finds that great balance of humor but like it gets really dark at points um visually it's just really fun to watch especially like in beetlejuice's area like i don't i forgot what you call it but like that is just a visual treat um and uh i was obsessed with like the character of beetlejuice growing up i I was a weird kid but uh we we went to um universal for my like my graduation uh present or whatever and you know they have like all the people who dress up as characters and stuff and this guy was beetlejuice so i just made a beeline towards him and was that annoying high schooler who just quoted things and like yelled quotes at him (laughs) and he had no idea what i was talking about this guy was clearly just doing his job and had never (laughs) seen beetlejuice and i was like i hate you so much and i just walked away uh but uh yeah i mean i just i love the character i i think it's a really quotable movie um i also really underrated factor this movie is a relationship damon you mentioned the relationship between you know adam and barbara that's a really great relationship but also the dynamic between them and lydia is really fun i think it's a really like Mm -hmm. sweet charming relationship um but yeah i mean winona Ryder has my heart forever but she's so so great in this movie um it's a it's it's a really fun kind of like the epitome of what I think makes a great Halloween movie because it's, it, it is dark at times. It's spooky at times, but it's really, really funny. And I think that like horror movies that are really dark and really serious and intense have their place. But like, if you're, you know, at Halloween, you're celebrating with friends or family. This is like the perfect movie to put on and just like laugh and like quote it together. Um, yeah. It's, it's a really, really great pick. I love this one. Thank you. And like, like you said, I, I like that you mentioned the uh, relationship between the, uh, Alan and Barbara and Lydia, because, you know, watching that, you really see it's kind of like one yeah. of those found family movies at its heart, you know, with a lot else going on, you know, seeing Lydia really finding these people that she, you know, you know, finds this something, you know, important and, and seeing them fight for each other is really fun and really, really uh, heartwarming. And that's a really nice touch to this movie that's just batshit crazy really when you watch it is it's so absurd this movie like like olivia said i don't like they won't have been talking about making a sequel for years now i just don't know how you do it and how it would work 
but you know, I wouldn't mind more Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice is an amazing character who's like equal part. Um, what what did I describe Beetlejuice in my notes as? He's essentially Michael Keaton puts on a performance of a lifetime. Okay, it's like the whole spirit of a used car salesman, the worst accident lawyer with the most amount of billboards, <laughs> and the guy who's a regular at the local strip club, and he like takes all of these spirits together yeah, and create the nice. Beetlejuice. So yeah, like big fan, total slime. Well, glad y'all enjoyed that pick. So I'm glad I'm winning this draft so far. Good to know. Um, so All Kyle, right. that, so, that um, this round to your one. Pick. It's again perfectly up for debate. I think it gives off perfect, like spooky kind of vibes. It's really a sci-fi, but it, uh, I think it's like really about like the fall season and just like the Halloween season, um, and especially being a kid during that time. Uh, so I'm gonna go with Donnie Darko. Um, mm-hmm. I okay, perfect. Uh, we'll allow it. I'll say, yeah, yeah, I'm in. Okay, thank you, Olivia. Awesome. Um, I, I adore this movie. Uh, this is another one that I think that, like, just it's hard to put to words like the Halloween vibe of a movie, but I think this one really gets it too. Again, it's it's it leans more sci fi, but it's it you know, we it takes place over the fall season. Um, it's got this really kind of unsettling vibe to it the entire movie um i mean it's, it's a doomsday movie you know it's, it's about the end of the world uh jake gyllenhaal is incredible in this movie to think that this was like one of his i mean october sky was i think his first but this was one of his very early roles is just a testament to how great of an actor he is he's so good in this movie um uh seth rogan's first credited uh movie um right after freaks and geeks and he's also really funny in this movie um but yeah, I just I, I love the vibe this movie gives out. This is one I think that this is a movie that a lot of movies have really tried to replicate the style of, and some have made it. A lot of them have not. Um, it's very like singular in its vision. Richard Kelly is notorious for that. He's only made like three or four movies, but they're all just really fucking weird. Um, if you haven't seen Southland Tales, please go see that, and then you know question why you watched it because it's a batshit movie. Uh, but yeah, Donnie Darko is just like, especially for the time it came out, like it's just really captures again. This is an, I think this is another '90s one and captures like the, like the '90s vibe. It, it's a little bit of a darker one than the ones we've been talking about. It doesn't have you know some of that like '90s charm to it. It's a little bit more hard edged, I think. Um, but it does have some really, really, really fun like funny moments to it. Uh, the dynamic between Donnie and um, Jenna Malone's character, I'm blanking on her name, but I love their relationship. Maggie Gyllenhaal is also really funny in this movie. Um, but I think it's just like, it kind of captures like that really unsettling feeling we were talking about earlier. Um, just the sense of like dread for the entire movie. Um, and the first time you see that, that rabbit, I don't care how old you are, how tough you are, man. The first mm-hmm. time you see that rabbit, it's going to scare the shit out of you. Um, it's also the first time you see him without the mask. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's a great, great movie. I think it just captures like that, that Halloween vibe. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I've only seen movie a couple of times and it's such a mind fuck. Like I still don't know what I, how I feel about this movie <laughs> and it's been years. Yeah. That's what kind of movie this is. Yeah. I think I saw this. Movie well, how do you it. feel about it? 
I can't remember what year it came out, but it wouldn't have been long after that, like maybe when it came out on DVD or something. Um, so I would have been like a teenager. And yeah, we all, you know, when you're like a teenager and you see those movies and they kind of become, I think you all get a bit like obsessed with like the lore of it. Yeah. And like you kind of go around and you think like you've discovered like this amazing thing mm-hmm. and you think you like <laughs> are on a higher plane. Like, you know, you think like you get it. Like that's what me and my friends were like with Donnie Darko a little bit. Like we were just walking around like we've seen Donnie Darko and like we didn't know what was going on in that movie. No one does. <laughs> but like, um, yeah, we thought we were like hot shit for watching that movie. Um, it is unsettling. I think I know what you mean, Damon. Like I don't, I'm not sure if I'm settled about it still, like. 15 years later like 10 years later or whatever I feel I'm uneasy like I think it's an amazing movie and it's really well shot and it's beautiful in a lot of ways and the music's great and all this but yeah I st- like Echo and the Bunny Men that song The Killing Moon that will always make me think of that movie um yeah it's really sinister you know and so it it does it's a good movie for this sort of spooky season because it does make you feel super unsettled Sinister is, uh, sinister is a good word. Like, I, I love that um, Donnie's character. It's, it's just every person mm-hmm. in the movie is just, they all seem slightly off. And like, I always like watching the movie, you're always, I'm always wondering, like, is mm-hmm. any of this actually happening? Did any of this happen? You know, in like, with the when the switch happened and they sur- like they all survived because he died instead is like how like why did that happen and how was it were they able to switch there's so many unanswered questions in my eye, mind that like i just you know i always get wrapped up at that before wanting to watch it ever again that i never do watch it but i remember really enjoying the movie uh when watching it it's just afterwards i just get so wrapped up and like hung up on like all movie yeah. that i'm that's, i don't know if totally i can ever fair. really enjoy it, was it. it's not a fun watch right yeah it, get, it definitely gets you thinking and also like we definitely have the luxury <laughs> now of there's just an you know an overflow of like people who do like video essays about movies and and all of this i mean film criticism has really gone a long way but and this wasn't like forever ago but like i remember when this movie came out it was really when message boards were a big thing and mm-hmm. I mean, there were just so many theories about what this movie was about, like what it meant. And I really love that. I think a movie that can fire up and draw up that much conversation, whether it's a good or bad movie, is always a good thing. Because um, I think that's what film is about. It's about, you know, expanding our horizons and, and talking about the stuff that is, these movies are presenting. So I think that, like, that's the biggest win for this movie. Because, like, you mentioned this movie to 10 people, and they're probably going to have 10 different interpretations on what it means. Um, so I, I, I love it for that. I don't even think I have one. I don't even think I have an interpretation of what it means. I think <laughs> it just goes, I'm just so dumb. It just goes over my head, you know? Right. Yeah. And I, I love that. I love the feeling that it gives you watching that and just not knowing mm-hmm. like, what the fuck is going on the entire time. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I love it for that. Nice. It's a good one. I do want to. Yeah, it's been a while, so maybe it'll. I think we're just. Um, I think the this, three of us are just going to uh, sit and have like a two-day, twelve-movie marathon because literally every single pick we've all just been like, we need to watch that again. <laughs> so yeah. we're just going to do it. One hundred percent. These are okay. Uh, well, I do want to watch me and Carl all these will except for see the Bobby, you know, So <laughs> right. Okay, you can go. And... 
I'll you can go and make me a cup of tea while in the, the last five minutes. Make you a cup of tea. I'm like the girl. Spoilers. In, oh, I don't. Spoilers. I don't know. I don't know. Make you a cup of tea. Okay. I'm never going to watch that's it. But spoiler, that's the just listeners. talking about her making tea. That that's not. Oh. Okay. Yeah, but you all say that, and it's that's not very not scary. True. Okay, so right. that's why you didn't. Right. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> Well, You're lying to fair. me. Okay. <laughs> yep. All right, Olivia. So you have okay. My third pick. So I guess it us fits nicely that the two of you have picked a Tim Burton venture. It's only right that I do the same. Um, so my third pick is going to be um, Tim Burton's Sleepy Hollow. Ooh. So yeah, I think so. I think it's often overlooked. Under. Um, it's a bit, I mean, again, here we are again talking about like sort of campy horror movies. But this one genuinely, I feel, is a bit a bit spooky. <laughs> like I watched it again last week and it is, it does hit different. Like I feel like it's a, sort of one of the Tim Burton's ones that he actually takes quite seriously. Like there are some sort of little jokes and asides and sort of bits and bobs in it. But generally speaking, it's like an all out sort of tense, sort of old timey horror sort of movie like um and the fact that christopher lee so christopher lee from harrow horrid you know is the one like in the first scene of the movie that's sending johnny depp's character off to sleepy hollow you sort of know that that's like a hallmark of a it's a real horror movie when he's involved (laughs) or like one that he's got a stamp of approval over i guess um but yeah i think just really interesting plot wise again it's a who's who of harry potter in the cast you've got rita skeeter you've got Vernon Dursley, you've got Dumbledore, um, you've got Christopher Walken. I mean, and I knew that was, I watched this movie a lot when I was younger and I know that he's coming every single time and every single time it shocks me <laughs> that it's actually Christopher Walken. <laughs> it's so wild to me that he, and with those teeth, like those sharpened teeth, I don't know, man, it's it's uh, a wild ride from start to finish, but Oh, and also something interesting about this movie. It was released in, like, 1999. Christina Ricci, again, is in this movie. It's only four years after Casper. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Wow. very Like, strange. she's the romantic lead, and then she was, like, playing Teenager Cat. But I suppose, like, going from a 15 to a 19-year-old, obviously, like, that's four years. But that kind of made me... Yeah, I know, right? Just raising that's cattle. That's what they're doing. But, um, <laughs> no, uh... But yeah, I really actually, uh, I mean, we've talked about the fact that we're not massive fans of Johnny Depp these days, but I think him, the chemistry that those two have is really nice. I think Johnny Depp works really well with her. Um, and yeah, it's just spooky and the, and the vibe is very autumnal and it, there's an eerie mist over everything. And before you even get to sort of the gory bits, it's very, um, uh, again, to use the word, like sort of unsettling and a bit sinister and there's all these people, you know, poking their heads out of windows and then shutting the, sh- the shutters really quickly And when he's walking through the town. And it just sort of gets you in that spooky mood. Even the f- I-, I would just watch the first, like, 45 minutes of the movie and probably leave the back half with all, like, the weird, like, when the actual headless hunter gets involved, I would probably even stop it there. But the first 45 minutes are really great, sort of, if you just fancy a little autumnal, Halloween-y, spooky vibe. Um, and, yeah, I do think it gets overlooked um, in tim burton's output i think it's sort of the first time he yeah sort of takes a turn a bit more serious so um yeah how do you feel about this 
Kyle. Yeah, I so I'm actually in the process of watching this movie for the first time. Uh, I started oh. it like maybe. What's that? Watching- yeah, exactly. It's on right now. No, I started. Oh, sorry. It. Did, I, right did I spoil the Christopher Walken only- thing for you? No, he he showed up right before I had to stop it. So I I'm having a very hard time focusing on things I've never seen before. It's a very strange sensation. I think it's a 2020 thing. Um, so oh, same, big same. I, yeah, it's it's weird. So I started it a few nights ago. Ended up just like turning on like uh, Shit's Creek after a while. Um, but not because I wasn't interested. Like I was really into it. Like up from what I've seen. So I actually stopped right after Walken's first appearance, like the flashback. Um, yeah. So I definitely know what you mean because that was very disarming for me. I didn't know anything about this movie or the cast. So when he showed up, it was like, what the fuck is going on? Um, I love the teeth, but I definitely, I mean, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, the, like, the original story, is absolute essential Halloween stuff. Like, that's, mm-hmm. you so closely associate the Headless Horseman with, with Halloween, so this is a perfect pick. Um, I I love, like, the vibe you get just immediately as soon as the film starts. It's very, yeah, like we've been saying, it's very unsettling, very kind of gloomy. Another one where I, I just, I'm a big cinematography nut, and I love the way this movie is shot. Um mm-hmm very very dark coloring and i think it works really well johnny depp is great um i've not again i've not seen a lot of the interplay between him and richie but i i can already kind of get a sense of the way their dynamic is going to go and it, it they they work really well with each other it's very uh, charming yeah for sure um so yeah I, I'm, I'm excited to finish it because it's I, I i agree not really with the underrated part because i haven't finished it but as far as like underseen i had i had no idea this was tim burton when i started it so that's mm-hmm. you know very it's not very talked about very much as far as his, his filmography goes so very mm-hmm. interested to finish it damon uh what do you think of this pick yeah you know i mean i guess it's probably not about enough because it's because it's not very tim burton-esque you know it doesn't have that kind of mm-hmm. that like trademark style that he does you know um honestly i think it probably bars the most it, it probably has the same yeah, kind of similar yeah. vibe as uh sweeney todd in my honest opinion as less like the muted colors the, yeah, the when, makeup Carl... kind of looks similar Sorry. um so um, but when I, Carl was doing his like rundown of Sweeney Todd, I was like, this is everything I was going to say about Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> so yeah, it's like they're very similar. Um, it's just Helen, Helena Bonham Carter isn't, isn't in it. That's the only thing that's missing. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen this movie, but like, growing up, it was mm-hmm. just like one that I remember, oh, I would always say like, yeah, that's a good one and never watch it. It was always like hard to find. Of course, you know, now in the age of streaming, that's not a thing really. For the yeah. most mm-hmm. part, you can pretty much find anything or rent it on Amazon. So, but like, it, like it was just one that you never oh, really. It never, they didn't show it nearly as much like on TV or anything. But whenever they, did, I would try to catch it yeah. because like this, the Headless Horseman was scary. Like this is a pretty scary, might be the scariest Ooh, movie yeah. that's going to get drafted. <laughs> to be honest, and that that's pretty. Imp- Burton, possibly, maybe. Um, I'd say it's, well, it's a bit okay, more Halloween. like it's probably not as scary, like, it's not it's scarier bit, than Halloween. That sort of weird, like, sort of yeah, unsettled thing where, like, for example, like when he's in the wooden bridge and you can just like hear the clip clopping of the horse. Oh, sorry, Kyle, but like, okay. um, <laughs> it's a it's not a, like a massive bit, um, but yeah, just like that sort of knowledge that there's something weird going on and it's sort of supernatural as well, like, it's it's spooky for sure whereas maybe halloween isn't 
is more of a horror rather than like spooky. I think there is a line there, isn't there? Yeah, for sure. I agree. Like Kyle said, this is one mm-hmm. of the best yeah. stories, like scary stories. The Headless Horseman is one of my favorite stories of all time. I love it. Like I always would watch that cartoon they had, you know, um, I don't know if they even show that anymore. Um, like it would, they'd show it on like ABC family or something. Mm-hmm. It would just be like this really old school cartoon. Okay. They could crane and the headless horseman. I would watch that every year. Um, so good. Um, this is a really good pick. It's, Thanks. it's a super sneaky, good pick. I, I really like that. Olivia. Um, I have to, yeah, of course, another movie. Uh, I'm, glad like, I'm glad you like, I'm glad you like this one. Cause you're going to really, uh, I don't know that you're going to like the next one. Oh no. <laughs> so, well, oh, so this is, okay, you've well, got what is it? You've got ghosts, <laughs> you've got time travel, you've got um lost love, you've got um some mean musical numbers, uh you've got some spooky graveyards, you've got spectral figures. That's right, it's the Muppets Christmas Carol. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought you were going with the haunted mansion, but I love this. Oh, oh. Are you telling me this movie isn't spooky? Um, yeah, Because sure. it is. <laughs> Let's, yeah, I'll allow it. I'd... Yeah, you know, I, I would consider it a Christmas movie, but at the same time, you know, it, I would say this could be watched around Halloween. You know, it, the title it, it of the does movie, have having Christmas vibe. in it, can, can mislead it. you into thinking that it's a Christmas movie when in actual fact it's a full-blown horror. I hate For to sure. tell you. <laughs> 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 um... <laughs> Um, so I was just sort of humming and hawing about because I'm not a massive horror person, and there's all those sort of yeah, like as we as we've discussed in in full, those sort of campy '90s horror movies. But then I was sort of looking through my because I still have a fairly extensive DVD collection, and I was like, what do I watch at this time of year? Like, what do I put on? And then it was just there. It was clear as day. It's Michael Caine's best role that he's ever done. Um, and like. Watching it as a kid, I don't think I watched it a bunch as a kid. I kind of came to it properly later in life, but feeling really um, scared, certainly by um, the ghost of things yet to come, you know, the ghost of the future ghost. Mm. That whole sequence, considering that ghost is a Muppet, like he's got a Muppet hand, like it's not, <laughs> you know, he's really scary. And um, Michael Caine delivers the performance, considering everything he's acting against is a Muppet with such sincerity <laughs> and fear. And like that bit where he's in his house before Marley and Marley come is terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and when he smacks his dressing gown, he goes, my favorite dressing gown. You're like, oh, my God, he's just a little old, terrified man. <laughs> um, but also, it's just like an amazing Christmas movie. I'm not going to pretend it's not a Christmas movie. It's heartwarming and delightful. But it, I think it's uh, this time of year. I think for any time from October onwards, you can watch this movie. So that's why I'm putting it in this category. I, I, after the argument, I can't, I can't say right. it doesn't work. Um, I, so I love this movie. I, I, I would say other than the George C. Scott version, this is my favorite take on the Christmas Carol. Um, and yeah, I think that like, just cause, so look at nightmare before Christmas. I think nine out of 10 people consider that a Halloween movie before a Christmas movie. Um, I think this is the same way. Like this movie is very kind of spooky and ominous um, it, I think it can work as both, you know, catch us in two months with Olivia talking about this movie again for our Christmas. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> uh, it works for both. Uh, I, I think I will say 
Michael Caine's best role is a bold statement. Um, I can certainly see it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) He's done a lot of really great stuff, but I, yeah, he's, he's wonderful in this movie. Um, And I agree. It's not, it's not an easy thing to do to like act alongside all these, you know, Muppets. And he does, I agree. He does it with a lot of its sincerity. Um, This is just really just one of my favorite like stories growing up a Christmas Carol. And um, yeah, it's very, you know, it's it's a really nice, like heartwarming tale, but it does it. They really bring like a lot of really spooky elements to it. Um, mm-hmm. And it like this is I think I like this because it's a very like you would not expect to watch this. I've never watched it during the Halloween season. And now that's like kind of on my list because it thinking about it, it makes, you know, perfect sense. So hats off to you. Uh, it's it's a between Halloween and Christmas movie. Like you wouldn't watch it before Halloween, but you'd certainly watch it after. Right. And yeah. if, if you're having cocoa, then I'm having this. Um, but like, I think Michael Caine basically said when he got offered or like when he, yeah, when he got asked to do it, he was like, I'll only do it if I play this with the, like, as if I was just doing an adaptation of A Christmas Carol with other actors for like the BBC or something. He was like, I'm doing it completely 100% like real deal. And they were like, yes, of course. (laughs) Um, so like, yeah, um, yeah, it's, it's the best. I I love that. I, does that probably mm-hmm. be the probably. first movie I ever saw Michael Caine in? Now that I think about it, and that's crazy. Things I've seen since. Fantastic mm-hmm. actor. I love the Muppets. I love everything to do with the Muppets. I grew up on them. <laughs> Muppet Babies is one of my favorite cartoons of all time, and I'm just like they bring Muppets back. Mm-hmm. Like that, that show was a national treasure, guys. But like, I mean. This was such a fun movie. I love everything to do with the Muppets. Um, I love the Christmas Carol story. Mm-hmm. Scrooged is probably my favorite adaptation of the story. But I mean, I, they're so good. It's fine. I love Scrooged is flawed, but still <laughs> fun. Um, <laughs> um, I, I can't hail on this pick. Um, I definitely wasn't. What do you mean? This getting picked? Yeah, of course, it's all, an obvious pick. But I <laughs> you know, I. Mm-mm. Any other movies I would have chose, like just thought of before this one, Thank but having I mean, it is a very solid choice, Olivia. Um, oh, you, you, what you did was you have two very classic story yeah. adaptations in yours. Um, so I, I actually very much like Thank that. You. you know, you have and the, let's the, not forget, and like you have the a Christmas Carol, Carol the book so is not like a Christmassy tale. Um, you know, it's yeah. pretty like Victorian horror. Mm-hmm. Pretty morbid, yeah, very true. I so I mean, you're you know you're, you're arguing more. Thanks, and more. I'm going to put a full stop because I know when I'm ahead. Your point <laughs> better and better. So, <laughs> so you want to run down yeah, so your, my list, your list real um, quick? Uh, Olivia, start, or at, at the end of the game for me is um, Casper the Friendly Ghost, The Baba Duke, Sleepy Hollow, and A Muppet's Christmas Carol. What an eclectic list! I love it. I know. <laughs> you know i'm just i contain multitudes kyle what can i say she has layers guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's me thank you yes right, so um i'm gonna make a you uh, with your i had pick. a few alternates and i'm gonna make a late game swerve um i had a pick but i think we've covered kind of the the campy side of 
the Halloween movies very well. So I'm going <laughs> to save that for some other day. Um, but I'm going to go with one that I just think is, uh, this is probably just the most like, uh, like full on horror movie of my picks, um, which I didn't think I was going to go with. Like I said earlier, I don't really watch like straight on horror movies uh, during this time, but this is one that I just think it's like, I just watch it year round. I think it's a classic. Um, I'm going to go with the shining. Uh, yeah, I just love this movie. I think it's, I mean, truly, it might be my favorite horror movie in general. Um, it's, truly like holds up too. there's a lot of horror movies that i think damon said this earlier with halloween like you watch it the first time and it's really scary and it kind of wears off after a while but the shining just has something new every time you watch it that really gets under your skin um i think it i've talked a lot about like the sense of dread that these horror movies have and i'm pretty much like sure like this movie is the prime example of that um largely due to the setting you know i think it's a really cool setting for a movie to set it all in this isolated hotel um jack nicholson this is like the performance of a lifetime he's incredible in this movie when the the switch happens he is just batshit crazy he really goes for it if you look at some of the behind the scenes stories for how the movie was made like they really they really went for it um and he uh, he's he's great. Uh, I I'm in the minority. I think Shelley Duvall is also great. Uh, maybe she's a little over the top sometimes, but that's kind of the point. Um, I think she's also really great as a wife who is reacting to this horrible horrible thing that's happening to her husband. Um, uh, you know, Damon and I just recently talked about Doctor Sleep, which is a really fantastic sequel. Um, but I think this movie just like it, there's not a lot of movies that are as unique as this movie. I'm, I've said this before, I'm not a huge Stephen King fan. I think a lot of times his, the movie adaptations, as different as they are from his books, are usually for, like, better for that. Um, I think this is definitely the case. Uh, the movie is so much better than the book. Um, I, yeah, I just think that Stanley Kubrick really made something really like, just creative and unique with this movie. Um, it ends on a really ambiguous note. You know, Dr. Sleep kind of what I really appreciated about Dr. Sleep is that it was Danny's story. So it didn't really mess with the ending of the shining. Um, it, it touches on a little bit, but I think that the ending is just one that really leaves you. You're not really, there's no sense of resolution by the end of this movie. You're still kind of like really tense and like at on edge. Um, I think that's a perfect mark of a horror movie. And yeah, I just think that this one, it, I do watch every year for Halloween. Um, so it's, I think it really captures like that. This is one that you will want to kind of sandwich, like watch maybe <laughs> something before it and definitely watch like Halloween Town or something after it because it's not one you watch before going to bed. Um, but it's, yeah, it's definitely one of the scariest movies I've probably seen. Um, I feel yes. good about it. It's a great Olivia, movie. It really made me laugh this? when Carl said. Um you know, it leaves you tense and there's no resolution because I was just like, oh, Damon must hate that then because he doesn't like horror movies that don't <laughs> end on a happy note. Um, but let's, you know, I'll let you speak to that in a second. Um, I agree about Shelley Duvall, though. I think she, considering what she was subjected to on set, she was reacting exactly appropriately. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I would be exactly, like, I think there's a case to be made for every other horror movie ever not having like having the victims not screaming enough like if i was being chased by someone with an axe i would be screaming that much um (laughs) 
I think she does it exactly right. Um, yeah, it's just a real, and I, I think I sort of to what you were speaking about, Kyle, where you were saying like those old movies, some of them don't really hold up, and you know, and they're not scary anymore. Um, I agree with you. Like I think this one, it really is. Uh, uh, it's a you know an out and out horror movie. Um, it is terrifying. Um, yeah, and that is down to Kubrick as well. Just like he's an absolute master. Yeah. of the craft um and what he does with that with that text and just really like elevates it is amazing damon how do you feel i i love the shining i mean like we've talked about dr sleep before which i absolutely love the shining is definitely one of my favorite horror movies uh, like it's just such a like a psychological thriller and horror and so creepy and unsettling to like just to see Jack just you know descend into this like this just this mind space where he's never going to leave. Um, I love the Overlook Hotel yeah. as like mm-hmm. the entity of essentially the antagonist of this movie. Like you know just all the little things. I love the carpet of the hotel. Um, I love the the look, the overlook of the library. I, I just <laughs> love how this movie was shot. I mean, Kubrick knows his stuff. He did exactly what he wanted to do, and he nailed it. Like, I, I'm getting like creeped out just thinking about this movie. Like, that's how good this movie. I know it's I like mean, the middle of the night here. I'm sorry, in the dark, and I'm genuinely getting like track. a bit perturbed. Um, <laughs> other than- <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, I just got to say that mm-hmm. that's a really great last pick and uh, honestly surprised it didn't get picked sooner. Um, only one, one thing it's, I will say, it's Kyle, interesting so you, you're, you know, you, you and I have talked about Psycho. how much I love that movie. I think Psycho is, it's a horror, but I just watched that movie and I just think drama. Um, and that, that, that like, as anyone who knows me knows, it's like my maybe number three okay. favorite movie of all time. So if we're just talking movies in general, yeah, I have the psycho, the psycho, I have psycho way above the shining, but as far as just pure horror, the shining just scares the shit out of me more than anything else I've ever seen. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's fair. It does that in load. So yeah, man, that, that, that really rounds out your, yes. your so, list really uh, well. For Very my, my four picks, interesting I have, list. You want to break uh, it down Coco. for the people at home? I have Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street. I have Donnie Darko, and I have The Shining. That's a nice list. Thank you, thank you. Oh, man, that Damon. is a good list. All right, so to with these two awesome lists, uh, let's just to recap everyone i have halloween hocus pocus and beetlejuice so uh to round it out i'm going to go with yet another 90s movie this one was released in 1999 um it's one of the movies that i have literally like i have very vivid memories of seeing in theaters um it was just so visually striking it was so fun um this movie like really roles action comedy and horror together in such a way that i don't know if any other movies really Ooh. done it oh nice and the movie i'm talking not about is the i love movie. this that was a curveball yes yeah. mm-hmm. one of the underrated movies ever like so good so well done like it's like 
an Indiana Jones movie <laughs> if Indiana Jones was, you know, trying to find yeah. a mummy. Like, it, it, it has that. It really does. You know, Brendan Fraser is essentially trying to play, like, this Indiana Jones-type character, you know. But he, he just has this, like, really awesome, like, super likability, even when he's being such an asshole yeah. in the movie. Um, you're like, oh, man, that's awesome. Look at him go. Like, I, I, I love every little bit about this movie and really underrated uh-huh. as far as how creepy it can get. Like, the scene yeah. with the Beatles, those Beatles creep me out so much still. Like, just crawling under your skin and then just eat, like, then the whole horror just... Yeah. Pretty much nope. taking all the skin off your body, all the skin and bones. Oh, yes. And then Emo t- himself, like when he's the mummy, like before he's act, you know, he gains all his skin back. He's so creepy and scary with his like guttural scream and like just the the gaping jaw, the unhinged jaw. Really, pretty creepy. Like even now as an adult, it's like wow, that's really well done. Um, I watched it the other day for the first time in a while, and it was like. I love this movie. And I was like, this is a Halloween movie. I never even really thought about it like one until watching it recently, but it it really does. It has that kind of like that, that creepy vibe there, you know, they're in the catacombs, you know, they're trying to find uh, Imhotep, you know, trying to find the book. And and then from there, it kind of becomes almost like an action thriller, but it it blends the two so well. Um, I I just like, I had to draft this movie because like, it it just doesn't get enough recognition. And I thought, what better than the Halloween I think it's a real curveball for a Halloween movie. movie. (laughs) Um, I think just because it takes place in the desert, it's not something I usually associate with this time of year. But then you've you've sort of brought me around on the fact that it is creepy as heck. The Beatles thing is real foul. I only watched I watched this movie a couple of months ago with Mark because we like watch movies together. It's like we just like press play at the same time. And we've become a bit obsessed with um Brenda, like we call it the Brendo smile, like that really corny <laughs> yes. smile he does. Yes. Oh my god. So like we'll just gurn at each other with yeah. that smile. Like we are a bit <laughs> we're a bit too obsessed with Brenda's Brendo's smile, actually. We were gonna work our way through his back catalogue just because he definitely just does it in every movie he's in. Um <laughs> Because he just plays Brendan Fraser in every movie he's in, basically. Um, shout out to Rachel Weiss as well. What an absolute dreamboat. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a great movie. It's just an, an all-out action-packed, great, fun time, you know? So, yeah, big fan. Kyle, what do you think? Yeah, this is – I would say this is, the like, the perfect movie to end the draft on because it's, like mm-hmm. – it really does – it mixes all that stuff. Like you said, like you both said, it's, like, it's an action ride, but it is – it gets really scary at parts. I think it, like, more than any of these movies, is just fun to watch. Like, it's an absolute mm-hmm. thrill ride. Um, Olivia, you mentioned with uh, with Casper, Bill Pullman, and, uh, and Christina Ricci, uh, this is my – version of that with brendan and rachel i mean good god uh they are both Mm -hmm. peak of their game in this movie i agree brendan is his smile is just does some things to me um and i i love this movie um i think that there's a so damon and i actually when we finished our last episode talking about like our monster squad we're both just Mm -hmm. immediately kicking ourselves like why did we not include emotep like what a great antagonist right i mean he's so great in this movie I agree, Damon. He is scary as shit with that that scream. Um, yeah, this is an absolute thrill ride, start to finish. Very underrated. I agree. I, I don't think people talk about it enough. 
Um, I don't think people talk about Brendan Fraser enough, just in general. He's a very underrated actor. Unfortunately, he just hasn't been in a lot of stuff recently. I mean, Doom Patrol has been a great return to form for him. He's so good in that show. Um, His run but... on Scrubs. His run oh, on Scrubs. You want to get out of here? I could tear up just thinking about it. Uh, he's so great in that show. The fact that he's in like Legendary. two, three episodes Legendary. and people so closely associate him with that show is that says mm-hmm. something. Um, but yeah, he's he's incredible. This movie is again, I, I just more than anything, Damon. This is a great one to end the draft on because now I'm like, oh, I'm so pumped up. I want to watch this movie. It's such a, you know, an exciting movie. So great pick. Thank you, thank you. I'm glad y'all allowed it because yeah, it is not. It doesn't have a lot of like horror kind of Halloween vibes, but like the first bit, like when right up to when they find Imhotep mm-hmm. and he starts going yeah. crazy on him, like it, it builds some really intense moments. So okay, so I believe that would finish up the draft. I Guys, love it. How do y'all feel about y'all's? Uh, Ended up. Squad um, of movies. Do we have like any? I know we always have our, our alternates. Do you guys have any that you like were really close to picking? I was nearly going to go for um, Edward Scissorhands for another Tim Burton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and I was going to go for Drag Me to Hell as well for like another horror because <laughs> I sure. love I love that movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's kind of as far as I got. What about you, Damon? nice mm-hmm. um so yeah. i those were my first four so i got exactly who i wanted but oh yeah so oh my it. god i can't believe none of us that uh, <laughs> oh, we're Adam's gonna family. we're gonna get roasted <laughs> yeah. uh, really 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 hard. um cabin in the woods i had also um so those are my two alternatives, and then I had some other ones mm-hmm. that just in case it went Ooh, got crazy. Yeah. But like, yeah, nice. I, I wanted to mention Scream, Shaun of the yes. Dead, yeah, Rocky Horror Picture Show, and then honestly, one of my favorites, and it, I just haven't picked it. I didn't mainly pick it, didn't pick <laughs> yes. it because I haven't seen it. In what really I've never even heard it. But Ernest Scared Stupid. No. Oh wow. Have you it's, ever heard of the hard to explain at all? Like, they're. Uh, we'll do just, another one about Ernest okay, movies. Um, yeah, just uh, Forrest Gump movie series, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, he's just practically uh, Forrest Gump. Oh, oh Olivia. <laughs> you and Mark should watch sure. an Ernest movie, okay? <laughs> and then. I'll, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Think, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they're very interesting. So yeah, I I mentioned like we really I think we just um, really covered yeah, those, like did you the, have anyone's uh, kind the of... horror kind of comedy corner of Halloween movies really well. So I was gonna throw in Ghostbusters, but I think that that you know we we covered that really well. Um, Ghostbusters mm-hmm. is a huge Halloween movie for for me though, um, and then I was gonna throw in uh, Once Bitten. Um, I think that's a really fun underseen movie it's one of jim carrey's earliest roles and he's you can already tell how much of a genius he is in that movie uh it's parts of it that don't really age well it's an 80s movie so you know some things are a little questionable but uh it's it's a fun movie it's it's another one that's like you could say it's a horror movie but it's really just comedy with like a vampire in it um but i think we covered like if you guys listening if you weren't aware before now we love us some nineties movies. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess we're I guess we're children of the nineties, huh? 
Yeah. I mean, it turns out that just about, Carl. Oh, yeah. Just about. I claim it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, another another honorable mention, if I may. Um, a film called Ginger Snaps. Have you ever seen that movie? Oh, great movie. Yeah. Um, just throwing it in there because I watched that movie when I was like thirteen, and it changed my life. <laughs> the Burbs. Oh yeah. Yeah. Phenomenal. Have you ever movie. seen the movie Burbs with Tom Hanks? Yes, for sure. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I'm going to go watch so many movies. Yeah, I have a lot to watch now, for sure. (laughs) All right. Uh, Well, then real quick, uh, Mm. everyone want to let us know what your favorite pick of the draft Um, was? I'll say, so from Damon, from your list, I'll definitely say The Mummy, just because, like, again, it's a perfect one to end the draft on. I think of all of these, we've given ourselves, like, a lot of movies to watch. I think that's one I'm going to, like, watch right away just because ah, I-, I love that movie. Um, and then, Olivia, from your list, I got to go with probably The Babadook because it's just – I love that movie so much. And uh, another one I want to rewatch because I haven't seen it since it – I think since it came out in theaters. Um, so, yeah, those are my two big favorites. What about y'all? Um, so I think from Damon's pick, um, Olivia, do, 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 do. What do you think? I think my favorite is Beetlejuice, but I think the one I want to go watch the most is Halloween because I've never seen it and you really sold me on it. Mm. Um, so I might do a double, double feature, like I said, and then Kyle, I think, um, I think Coco, it's gotta be Coco. Just breaks your heart. Uh, oh, <laughs> Damon, so Damon, what about you? Yes, mine for Kyle's definitely Sweeney Todd because yeah. I'm actually I probably would have ended up that out <laughs> of the Mummy if I thought about it. Makes me sad. And then Olivia definitely follow because such an underrated uh, movie mm-hmm. as far as Tim Burton's goes. I definitely really want to watch that very soon just to see how about it because it's been years. Um, so yeah, Sleepy Hollow and then sure. yeah, Todd, I'm happy with but, that. Uh, I think on the whole, these these are very good lists, guys. Uh, just, just to say, I was just gonna say thanks so much for having me again. I've had a really great time. Um, always a pleasure. So yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you so much, Olivia. We we love having you on. This was a, a fun episode um, for you guys at home. If we if there's any obvious ones we missed, I'm sure we missed some that you that you love. Uh, or if you you know you want to tell us about our list, just as always, um, hit us up at planetfantasypodcast at gmail um, We'd love to hear your feedback. We'd love to hear your ideas for for future episodes. If you'd love to be a guest, we've got some really exciting ones coming up. We're not quite done with Halloween, so we've got some fun stuff coming that way. And then uh, we are, I'm going to go ahead and say our first episode of November. I'm really excited about this guys. Um, Obviously the Mandalorian is is coming out. So for our first episode in November, we'll be giving you our our recap of season one, talking about our our highlights um, from from season one. So look out for that. Look out for some more Halloween stuff. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for an awesome episode. Bye. Bye.